I've been working on some longer episodes. It's actually going to be a series of episodes coming out soon uh, for the show. And I was getting a little worried because I know I haven't put out content in a while again. Um, And then it just so happened as I was walking to the car to go home from work today, I looked down at my phone and I had this alert from the Courier-Journal app. It said that the Boone County Police Department, uh, Boone County, Indiana, was about to hold a press conference to talk about something that's happened with one of their cold cases. So I hopped in the car. I listened to the press conference on the way home. By the time I've gotten home, I was ready to sit down and, and pull up all these articles and do a little more research. And I wanted to share this story with you in part because I think there's a chance it may be related to an even bigger story that just broke last week as well. And that one is directly related to the state of Kentucky. So let's get into this. I want to start by reading you this paragraph. On Sunday, May 3rd, 1992, the victim's remains were discovered laying along the east side of the northbound entrance ramp from Indiana State Road 47 to Interstate 65. The victim was only wearing a light green tank top and light green anklet socks. The victim is believed to have died three to five days prior, however the cause of death could not be determined. Foul play is suspected due to the condition of her recovery. This is a missing persons report on the VICAP Unidentified Persons tab of the FBI's website. The victim is described as 17 to 22 years old, 5 foot 6, 130 pounds, white female with tattoos including mom on the upper right arm, a cross and the word love on the breast, and a cross on the right hand. The victim was buried in essentially a pauper's grave next to the sheriff's office. Police acted as pallbearers, and several Lebanon locals attended her burial to pay respects to the unidentified woman. Today, as I'm recording on April 13, 2022, the Boone County Sheriff's Office announced they had identified this mystery victim, this Jane Doe. Her real name is Margaret Ann Snigowski, and her siblings are relieved to have some semblance of closure. So here's what we know about Margaret, who went by Maggie, and the initial investigation all the way up until now. Uh, So Maggie was from Toledo, Ohio, and she had gone missing one month prior to her 18th birthday, so she was 17. And her family wasn't sure if she had run away willingly or if she had been abducted. Uh, She hadn't taken anything with her when she left or went missing, so it it doesn't seem like she anticipated being gone for a long time. Her brother Lenny mentioned in the press conference that they they thought she probably left initially with people that she knew, and then something happened from there. Uh, At the time she was found, the state of decomposition had reached a point where they were unable to officially determine the cause of death. Um, They thought probably strangulation, but just couldn't say for sure. And at the press conference today, they said they were going to take another look and that the cause of death was pending investigation. So hopefully they have some more updated tools that can help them maybe identify that cause of death. Uh, 
Maggie was one of eight children, and uh, like I said, her brother, Lenny, spoke at the press conference. He had trouble getting through it. It was really, really touching. Um, He said both their parents passed away before they had a chance to know what happened to their daughter, so that's really sad. Uh, One of their sisters had done genetic testing through a company like 23andMe or Ancestry, and that's how they were able to eventually make the connection to the family. Uh, Lenny said they always held out hope, and they never had a funeral. Of course, they will, now that they have this closure. Investigators were not able to comment on some of the points of this because it's still very much an open, active investigation. You know, we want to find out who did this now. Uh, They were asked if there was any other DNA found at the scene besides Maggie's. Um, They couldn't comment on that. But the really interesting thing about this is that this news comes just a week after DNA helped solve the mystery of the identity of the I-65 killer, Harry Edward Greenwell. So, that begs the question, is he responsible for Maggie's murder? We know for certain that Greenwell was responsible for four murders of women along that I-65 corridor in the late 1980s. Remember, Maggie was found in 1992. Greenwell's DNA was also linked to a sexual assault of a clerk at a Days Inn in 1990. This was in Columbus, Indiana, okay, right off that Columbus exit. And if you look on a map, that is right in between where some of the murders occurred in Kentucky and where Maggie was found further north in Indiana. So, in case you all haven't been following the Greenwell case, he was born in Louisville, Kentucky, my hometown. And I do believe he was buried at Calvary Cemetery in 2013, after he died of cancer. That's right, folks. Harry Greenwell died having never answered for his crimes. And I think we should read part of his obituary to remind you that you just never know about a person. Quote, Harry a man with many friends who loved his straight-up attitude and his willingness to help anyone. His spirit will live on in many by good deeds he offered. As an employee of the Canadian Pacific Railroad, providing public safety for 30 years, he retired February 2010. Harry enjoyed organic gardening, selling his organic produce at the local farmer's market, traveling, reading, wordsmithing, avid college sports fan, and selecting winning thoroughbred horses and killing innocent women. So for now, I'll just leave you with that. And I'm only mentioning all this stuff about Greenwell because his identity was just revealed a week earlier and because the location and timing would be a crazy coincidence if he's not involved. So I'm looking forward to finding out more about Maggie hopefully from her family, and maybe we can figure out why she was where she was, how she got there. Um, But at least now the family knows what happened to her, at least a little bit. Now, I'll put together an episode with more details about Harry Edward Greenwell and his victims in the future, but this is all still brand new, so I'm, I'm still waiting for more information to come together. 
Um, but for now, I wanted to mention this case and say Maggie's name. And of course, if anything about this story feels familiar to you, or you think someone you may know could have information, please contact the Boone County Police Department. They asked for help in the press conference. Um, Maggie's killer is still out there somewhere. Uh, So the phone number to the Boone County Police Department is 765-482-1412, or you can email tips at co.boone.in.us. And thank you to the Indy Star and the Courier Journal for the quick reporting.